0: Looking Out From Within, a series of portraits of Londoners seen standing or sitting in their windows during the UK's protracted lockdown, is about to go on show at the Auckland Festival of Photography. Just as arresting as the images are the stories of the people who agreed to pose for the photographs. Photographer Julia Fullerton Batten is usually known for her cinematic photographs created with a large production team, but for this series, it was just her and her teenage son helping to cam- carry her cameras. We have a gallery of her photographs on our webpage slash standing room which I urge you to take a look at. They are amazing. Well, Londoners, Londoners were allowed just one hour a day out from their homes during the Strictest of the lockdowns. Julia wanted to spend hers documenting members of her community looking out of their windows onto a different world.
1: It was such a surreal time walking around desolate, you know, London, and everybody was suddenly trapped indoors. And I just felt, as an art photographer, I felt I had to record and do something. And my work dried up. You know, we couldn't go out. We couldn't do anything. I mean, we didn't know at the time how long this would actually last. And little did we know then that it would last over a year. You know, at that time, we thought oh, it would just be a few weeks or whatever. Yeah, so I shot it pretty. I fir- my first sitters, so to speak, were um, captured within the first two, three weeks. And it kind of spiraled from there. But just to answer your question, why I did it, I think there's different reasons. One of them was, what am I gonna do? I love taking pictures. The other one was, I felt I had to record something in this very, very surreal time in our lives that certainly in my life, we've never ever experienced before. I know that a lot of photographers weren't shooting at the time, but I felt I really wanted to record it in one way or another, but it was very difficult for me to work it out to begin with because my work is very stylized it's very cinematic it's very staged and actually i'm approaching this in a slightly i wouldn't say photojournalistic point of view at all because it's all very set up but it is real people in their real homes photographing them through their windows in lockdown
0: now, I know you advertised through social media and I think a, a local newsletter as well to find models or, or people who were happy to work with you on this. Do you remember the wording? I mean, how did you how did you phrase it? I know you had a big response. What information were you giving to these people so that you could find the right the right people for what you wanted to do?
1: I think it was something like "Who's bored at home <laughs> and wants to be photographed by uh, a creative professional photographer." I want to capture this, this time in our lives and do you want to be part of this project? And I had photographed people, not, not in lockdown, but people through windows before. So I, I attached some images of people through their windows as some reference images so they they could visually see something and also explained that, you know, we wouldn't have any physical contact. So, you know, not to be afraid so, because at that time people didn't want to have any connection at all and that we would do a lot of planning beforehand and a lot of contact just through the window on via our mobile phones or just me shouting at them through through a closed window but I had such an amazing response from you know people I know in my neighborhood because I've been living here for over 20 years but also people that I'd never met before or even seen before and they just lived like two three streets away
0: I'm just astonished at the breadth of photographs, Julia. So you have some of your uh, your models who have, have clearly taken time. You know what I mean? They're, they're absolutely beautiful and they're very artful images. Just stunning. Remind me of some of them of the, of the masters, you know, just draped and the light and everything is beautiful.
1: Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm very inspired by the artist Edward Hopper and he paints a lot of people through windows. And what I, I'm very drawn to is photographing it's It's nearly like a picture within a picture when it's when people are framed by the window frame as time went on, everything became more staged, it became more elaborate. I took more time and preparation so even though you might see a mother cutting or or brushing her daughter's hair, things that people were doing at home, but I did set it up. It wasn't that I you know, accidentally saw it and said, oh, can I just photograph you? Or I just got my camera out. It's very, very considered, a lot of backwards and forwards before the shoot, what they're going to wear, uh, what props we're going to have, uh, which window I'm going to photograph. So I would always go and look at the their house beforehand, sometimes two or three times. Also in, at certain time of the day when twilight was the best best time, And then I would discuss with them before and what they were actually going to do. For example, that one, Hannah and her daughter, I did actually ask them to sit by the window and for her to be cutting her daughter's hair. So it is is staged, but real at the same time. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does. I mean, you would never ask them to do something that they, they wouldn't want to do. But I guess, I mean, one of the lovely things here, I imagine, Julia, is... All this effort that went into it for them at a time when they were locked in and and times were bleak, I imagine that it was it became important to them to be part of this. you know it gave them something to think about that was other than their day to day life.
1: It was a really nice distraction for them and for me because I was able to especially for me, it took up a lot of my time, you know all the preparation beforehand, but also for them to think about the photographic shoot and for us to just have some fun with it and organize it together and come up with ideas together like what is their hobby and do they have any pets and I was just trying to get more out of them than just can you just stand by a window and there was also interviews attached I think they really enjoyed it because often I turned up there in the evening and I would bring a glass and we'd have a glass of wine together, distance. And then as lockdown eased, we were able to be more relaxed. I'd end up in their garden and we would chat at a distance. But I think they really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. I just had a very positive response from it.
0: Actually, you know, those little texts and responses that accompany every photograph, I thought they were magic in many ways. You know, they they... Um, offered such an insight. I was thinking about Bethan, actually. So you have the name, Bethan, lockdown, um, day 43, and she's talking about being in her final year of medical school. She was going to graduate in July. They were graduated early. And there she was starting work as a doctor in a London hospital that week. Um, I, I, those stories, I thought, were extraordinary.
1: Absolutely. And until I actually asked those questions, I had no idea about this. I, I knew she was studying something, And we didn't really discuss it on the day because we were so focused on on the shoot and what she was going to wear and everything else. And it's the interviews that really brought out everybody's character and what their thoughts were. And what amazed me was that how incredibly positive everybody was about the pandemic. Well, especially these people that I photographed, how I felt like the whole neighborhood came together. We had a WhatsApp group formed and everybody was helping each other out. And it really became very clear also in these interviews. I I thought the one by um, Father Kevin was very interesting because he's obviously a priest and, you know, suddenly he was in lockdown and he had to give the sermon in, in the church, but he would have his iPhone on a tripod and record himself. And that in itself was a very surreal and odd experience for him. But not only that, it was also people had passed away, not necessarily because of COVID, but he had funerals that he had to attend to, but at a social dis- distance way. And that was really interesting to, to interview him and learn about how he how approached that and everything. And everybody had their own, their own stories. And what became... Obvious with some of the people is how they really reached out for God, and if they were religious, it became very clear very quickly that they asked for help from God because everybody was experiencing lockdown in a completely different way. Some were so so, so isolated because one woman has MS; she's fine, but she very rely, she relies very much on her husband looking after her. So if he if he got COVID and became ill. It would be an enormous problem for her. And then other people were just, you know, the parents, like in my situation, who were actually very busy because now that young children are at home and suddenly we're having to be teachers and homeschool our children, which we've never done before. So, yeah, it was very, very interesting.
0: Got a bit of politics in there. I see Anne says that we were never fans of the current government, they're over 70, but their handling of this crisis has taught us not to trust them or their advisers, even their medical advisers. So while while there was a degree of positivity, you also had this understandable anger and frustration.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were frustrated uh, with the government, certainly to begin with, and people were very, very fed up and frustrated. But I think the government has handled it very well now, We're one of the countries that have come out of it pretty fast.
0: You're clearly, Julia, really and rightly proud of this body of work, turned into a large body of work because lockdown was so extended. I mean, do you think, what, what do you think you've learned about your own craft of photography by working in this way? I mean, is it something that you'd like to continue in a different way? I would
1: actually. What what I really enjoyed was working more by myself and not having to rely on such a large a team of <laughs> of people, a large crew. But not only that, it was also dealing with social matters. In the past, I've always staged images, but over the years, um, my subject matters have been more social studies. Uh, like I did a, a recreated a story on feral children. Um, children who became feral by neglect by their parents and therefore found comfort in animals and became quite animal-like. And then I did a whole project on blind people. So I've been very, very drawn to that, but very often staging with actors or models. Whereas I really enjoy working with real people, when I mean real people, I mean people who aren't models, but in their own environments and People who aren't actors or models and listening to their life stories rather than me creating certain life stories. Yeah, it's it's certainly opened my eyes up. (laughs) I've only just finished the last image on this project, probably two and a half, three weeks ago. The last one is uh, Madison and her family. And it's Madison and her husband and her three children. And she's wearing this amazing. It's kind of like a statuesque, naked bodice. So it looks like she's naked from a distance. And she reminded me of the Venus di Marlo from Botticelli. And um, it's a really, really striking image. And that was my last image. And that was really lovely to create as, as the final image.
0: Here's an interesting one for you, Julia. If you were photographing yourself, and maybe you did, what would be your image of yourself to reflect your life inside your house?
1: That's a very good question. I did actually photograph my boys at home and it's a really beautiful image of them just standing there looking really, really bored. Now, if I were to do a self-portrait, I don't know. I would probably just be standing by the window just thinking about life and being reflective. I certainly wouldn't be standing there holding a camera or anything like that because that would feel nearly too staged. Um, But I think I would just be looking out of the window possibly in my dressing gown.